0: Hello, welcome to my third podcast for the Allegheny City Historic Gallery. My name is Bill Gandy, if you don't know. Um, Today we're going to talk about Allegheny City before the white man. What's the history of the Native Americans in this region? I dedicate this podcast to the late Dan Rooney because he expressed interest in doing research of the Native uh, population before his um, Europeans showed up. He actually told this to me um this won't go in depth like he would have i'm sure but i'm gonna give a nice little overview and maybe one day i will go in depth what their you know how they lived and things like that but you know this is kind of a strange story when you hear of the native populations around here um so i hope this is going to be kind of up to the standard um maybe he would have appreciated it okay so I'm going to get started with the earliest people known in this region was the Adena culture. That's A-D-E-N-A. Adena culture. They existed before the Mayans or the Aztecs. They are the earliest indigenous population that people know of in this region that are Native American. Mm -hmm. Um, They populated um, western Pennsylvania, Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana from 800 BCE to 100 CE okay so the Adena culture got their name by a guy named Thomas Worthington in the 1800s he gave them that name because there was a large mound in his background in his backyard sorry about that in his backyard Uh, so he named the mound Adena so they were called the Adena culture based on that Um, but and this was in the 1800s, just so you know. Uh, but they are known for or notable for building complexes for burial and ceremonial rites, farming, um, an extensive trade network. They also ca- carved small uh, stone tablets, hunted deer, elk, black bear, woodchuck, beaver, and porcupine. And they gathered seeds, you know. Um, they also... They kind of cultivated pumpkin, squash, and sunflowers and more. Uh, So the Adena culture would have been here a long, long time ago. This is actually prehistory that we're talking about. Who knows how they got here and how long they've been here. Um, Maybe one day I'll see if I can follow their trail to see uh, what kind of split off that they were in order to get into this region. Because everything's out there if you look. Okay, now now this is where local history becomes uh, a little interesting. We're going to talk about the Allegheny. And it's possible, now what I heard, that our name of Allegheny City and Allegheny Mountains were named after this mysterious Native American tribe called the Allegheny. Uh, Nobody actually knows where they came from. Um, But uh, let's dig into this and see... uh, Cause I had to take a lot of notes on this stuff. Okay, okay. So it says it's filled with legend and lore. Uh, their beginning is and end is very mysterious. According to history, the Allegheny were a tribe of giants. The Lenape tribe, also known as the Delaware, and So I'll keep them as the Delaware, just or I'll try to keep them as the Delaware, just so you know you could keep track with the Delaware Indians. They got the name of Delaware, Delaware from the British, by the way, because they were called the Lenny Lenape before their contact with the uh, Europeans. So we'll just call them the Delaware Native Americans. Um, they say that they were a tribe of giants. Um, the Delaware called them the ancient ones, you know, and they called this area like an ancient area uh, where their ancestors and stuff like that come from. So this was a really special area to the Native Americans. Uh, But they had a written history, a book called the Wallum Olam, or also known as the Red Score, where they uh, kept a history of, you know, way back to when they crossed over into the Americas. So they have a really long history of the events that happened to them in this Wallum Olam. okay? Uh, So according to their history, it says that the Aligawi were not savages nor nomads, that they were a great culture of fixed habitation. So they built cities and towns and things like that, and they settled, you know, in areas. And okay, so um, the Delaware and Shawnee other had other tribes had can attest to their presence that they were here because other tribes had run ins with them, too. So it says the Allegheny settled in the area that we call the Allegheny Mountains and along the Allegheny River. The Wallum Olam also states that they were migrating west and encountered the Allegheny between 700 and 1100 AD, that they fought over land and hunting rights and the Allegheny fortified their Allegheny, sorry about that, <laughs> fortified their Towns and uh, erected new fortifications along rivers and lakes. The Lenape suffered, suffered great losses, or the Delaware. Sorry about that. The Delaware suffered great losses, and the Mingway were, you know, also having run-ins with them. Also, so they kind of teamed up. They recruited the uh, Mingway to help them fight this tribe of giants in order to chase them out this region because they were actually just trying to cross from East to West or whatnot. And, uh, as they did so, but there were so many of them, according to what I heard or read that the Aligawi didn't know that there were so many of them. So, you know, they got kind of freaked out and then started fighting a little bit, you know, or a little bit. They just started fighting when they saw how many of them it was. Uh, so I guess they got a little paranoid or whatnot, but, um, According to the history, it says that um, together they were able to defeat the Alligawi and drive them down the Mississippi, according to some sources. And other sources believe that they are the forefathers of the Cherokee. Um, well, there's a lot on that actually, in a, um, in a writing called there they were giant there were giants on earth by a guy um, named Glenn W. Chapman. From October second, two thousand and four, um, he writes about. He, I guess he crosses it like with the Book of Mormon about that Noah saw giants on the earth and things like that. And but according to everything that I read, there were this race of giants. And um, strangely, when you keep looking these things up, you start seeing other things like. You see pictures of the giant bones and the giant heads and stuff like that. And some of the things, I guess, conspiracy sites, or I don't know, maybe they're telling the truth, that the Smithsonian and the Carnegie are responsible for uh, hiding and destroying a lot of these gigantic bones that they found because they didn't fit the theory of evolution in some type of way. So myself, I think things could... There could be many possibilities that exist. Okay, so um, the area up here was divided between the Delaware and the, uh, uh, let's see, no, between the Delaware and the Mingue. Okay, they split this area up. So in this area you would have had, no, the Delaware and the Mingway during a certain period. Um, Around 1540, there was a guy named Hernando de Soto that reported that the Allegheny were the Cherokees and that the Delaware, you know, and many ways did split up this area between the two. But there was a guy named um, Colden who was making a map of this area in 1727. And he said that he was told that the Alleghenies were called the Talaghanies or Talagawies. You know, could you imagine this was called? Tallagany City or (laughs) the Tallagany Mountains—that would have been pretty stupid. But uh, right now, it just sounds crazy. But in eighteen nineteen, there was a guy named uh, John Gibson who was versed in a lot of native languages, and it was under his opinion that it was Allegheny, and that you know, um, so control of the river valley area passed between the Shawnee and the Iroquois. At this time, you know, around the 1700s and the Iroquois were, the Iroquois were known as a five nation league because it it comprised of the Mohawk, the Onondaga, that's O N O N D A G A, the Oneida, the Cayuga, and the Seneca. So, you know, this is what was going on before white people had showed up at the time in this region. So by the time the arrival of the French in the early 1700s, the Shawnee were in control. They had totally taken control of this area. And they formed an alliance with the French uh, because the British were starting to invade also. you know, We know that the English had been over here since like the sixteen hundred, probably since the 1400s or whatnot. But the French were starting to, the English were starting to, Come to this region, and, you know, the natives were kind of concerned about that. So they teamed up with the French, and um, actually this was the reason for the French-Indian Wars, the French and Indian Wars that, you know, happened in 1750. Uh, it was because of this alliance that they uh, put together, and um, a lot of people wonder how come there's Fort Duquesne and Fort... <clears throat> Fort Pitt at the point. Okay, and let me explain this to you right now. Fort Duquesne is when the French were in control. The French were here first. So they erected a fort down at the point called Fort Duquesne. And then when the English took control, there was Fort Pitt. So you have both forts at the the point because they preserved them both, which is really a great thing that they did. But Fort Duquesne is when the... uh, French had control, and Fort Pitt is when the English had control. So um, that's pretty much what was going on. So to pretty much cap it off, you had the Adena culture that was here first, and that was almost prehistory. And then you had the um, the Aligawi, which nobody knows where they came from or where they they've gone. Um, and if you're ever looking it up, it's spelled A-L-L-E-G-E-W-I. Some people put an H in there. There's a, there in fact, there's a lot of spellings for it. Um, and then uh, let's see. By the time the English showed up here, it was the Shawnee that was in control. You had the Delaware that was in control of this area also. Uh, so the Shawnee was in control by the time the French came here. And uh, they teamed up with um, the Delaware. There's something that happened in Catanning, though, where the English, that was pretty much the Shawnees' total, last holdout. And the English totally destroyed their last holdout in Catanning. Catanning is a Native American word also. Um, so that was their last holdout. And this is, it happened, let's see when this happened. Oh, uh, one, two, three, four. So, yeah, in the 1700s is when they uh destroyed it. Uh, so, yeah, I hope you like this podcast. I know it was kind of light, you know, I was taking a lot of notes. Um, I feel kind of tired this morning. <laughs> but I still want to deliver this information. Uh, so I hope you like this podcast. Remember to check out my Facebook page, you know, Allegheny City Historic Gallery on Facebook.com. Or you could find my videos on YouTube, YouTube at Allegheny City County, at Allegheny City Gallery. I'm sorry. Uh, Twitter, uh, Billgandy3 at Twitter.com. You know, I don't have too many Twitter friends, so somebody show me some love on Twitter and leave your comments and information that you have on the topics or any topics, you know, and check out my blogs on medium.com also. So that was the story of the Native Americans that existed before um, Europeans showed up. I advise you to type up Aligawi and see what comes up. This was a very mysterious tribe of giants, which a lot of people believe. And uh, I don't know. We might have to research and see if those bones were hidden or destroyed. All right. So this is Bill Gandy. Thanks for listening. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Out.